Welcome to Calling Game, brought to you by Mediate. I'm Kelsey Trainer here with my co-host, Amba Jagnarine. Hello! Welcome, everybody. <laughs> we're going to do things a little bit differently this week. Um, as we were talking about our podcast, we realized that we need a thing. A thing. We need something. What's our thing? That people enjoy. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a segment called We Need a Thing. I love that. Original. <laughs> you know, I tried really hard to make it original. Um, did a good job. So this week's We Need a Thing segment involves Amba Jagnarine 20 Second Hot Takes. Oh, boy. I'm afraid. We, so here's how it's going to work. Kelsey, you're going to talk about the topic that we're discussing. Uh, we have a couple of really big topics. For I the would week. say that they are the hottest current events in sports this week. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to give my hot take. I only have 20 seconds. Kelsey, I really need more than 20 seconds. I have a lot to say. You only get 20 seconds. And to ensure that you only get 20 seconds, <laughs> I've enlisted quite possibly my favorite sound of all time. Wow. I hate that. The air horn. I need that to go away. I actually do my own version of the air horn. It goes... Burr, 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 burr. I hear it multiple times a day. But um, I felt that we should be high tech and have something play on a computer. <laughs> That's a great idea. So even though my air horn is very, you know, it's highly sought, people look to me for it. Who highly seeks it? Um, it's unclear. Okay. And even though that's the case, <laughs> uh, we are going to do it anyway. Okay. So first things first, okay? I'm going to jump right into it, Amba. I would just like to also just reiterate, you are in the segment called We Need a Thing. We need a thing! That's going to be... That was your chance for your air horn? I, I didn't. I didn't want okay. that, that. All right. All right cool. So first things first, we got Colin Kaepernick, all right? NFL organized a tryout for him, gave him four days to do it. Everyone's heard that. What happened this weekend was insane. Uh, basically, Cap, within an hour of the, the time that his workout was scheduled, moved it to a different location. Mm -hmm. There was issues with the waivers that the NCAA tried to give him. We talked about this last week about what we thought was going to happen, and in no way, shape, or form did we think that what happened would happen. No, um, no, 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 no. No more words from you until your hot take <laughs> no. comes. It's not your turn. Okay. Um, basically, he refused to sign up the waiver. There's a lot of mistrust going on. We're going to talk about this in a second, but first, we're going to start the clock no. on Amber Jagrine's 20 seconds. I need your hot take on Colin Kaepernick and his workout this weekend. I'm ready. Starting. I'm ready. I'm ready. Start it now. Okay, so obviously Colin still has a cannon. Colin has a cannon. That's that's the that's the tweet. Um, we saw the videos. Everything looks amazing. Um, people seem to have issues uh at Stephen A. Smith with the fact that Colin showed up in a Kunta Kinte t-shirt to a quote-unquote job interview. Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. Your hot take. It was bad. It I was okay. I think what you were trying to say is that what had happened was, what not, had happened? was not great. No. Um, like I said before, we talked about this prior to the, to the workout. Um, we didn't think it was going to end well. But we didn't predict this. My thing is, is that legally, 
Colin Kaepernick would have been certifiably. Yeah, what were lawyers saying about that waiver? Um, just in case any of you don't know, I am also a lawyer. Um, so I have some sense of expertise <laughs> sense. on that. So, you know, y'all can decide whether that's accurate. Um, and basically the NC or not the NCAA, I'm going to get to that later. Spoiler alert. alert. Um, <laughs> basically the NFL gives out a standard waiver, uh, in the waiver that they sent to Collins team, uh, very shortly before the actual tryout. Um, there was some clauses in there that essentially would have forced him to waive his right to file any claims employment related. Obviously, Colin has uh, sued the NFL and they settled a collusion claim only leading up to February of last year. So anything past that, he still would have a right to sue them on behalf. He would still have the right to sue them. Right. Um, so lawyers, my fellow lawyers out there were saying that there's just no attorney that would let their client sign this. Yeah, I, I saw something that said it would be it would basically be malpractice if I let my client sign this. That, um, that was probably me. I would never have let my client sign that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, can you summarize that hot take for me? Because I don't know that I got it. Yeah, I mean, before you so rudely cut me off with your stupid air horn. Rules are rules. Um, okay, whatever. What I was trying to say is that Kaepernick is still in great shape. He's still an NFL quality quarterback. Um, we saw his arm. He looks great. He's throwing the ball great. He's moving great. Um, people have issues with the fact that he refused to sign the waiver. He wanted his own film team. He changed the location. But can you blame a man that's been denied for three years out of a job and and been blackballed by a league that he used to play for and all of this for standing up for what he believes is right? Can you blame him for, for wanting that little extra security blanket, a film team, you know, not signing a waiver that <clears throat> is, is ridiculous? Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know really what what the NFL expected when they handed him that waiver, but that's ridiculous. Um, Cap doesn't owe the league anything. <laughs> Kelsey, I that think wasn't, we weren't even on the clock. You did. You're you did excellent. OK, your hot take there was great. And as the timekeeper, can I make a small request to extend the time? Uh, it will be filed in the grievance category. HR will take note of it for next episode. But we don't know if this is the thing that we need that's going to stay. Okay. <laughs> but as the timekeeper, we are moving on to our next topic. Okay. Can I file an HR complaint, complaint uh, against the timekeeper? HR denies this. Okay. Um, like so next, coming up, we've got the big Miles Garrett fight. Oh. That was crazy. It's not your 20 seconds. Oh, man. Uh, it was the Cleveland Browns against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Miles Garrett clocked somebody on the head with a helmet. Not somebody. Uh, Mason. Is it Mason? Yeah, Mason. Mason Rudolph, uh, who allegedly, we don't know, we, he started the fight, likely. Yeah. Um, he did not receive any suspension. Miles Garrett received a uh, indefinite suspension, definitely the end of the season. He had his hearing today with the NFL in New York, and they're expect he appealed it basically, um, and they're expected to uh, have a result fairly quickly of whether or not that indefinite suspension will stay. So much happened. I 
I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. So we're going to start the timer. <laughs> I thought you were going to forget about it. No, I would never. Um, wow. 20 seconds on the Miles Garrett fight. Do you think it was absurd what he did or the results of what he did are also absurd? And I'm a lawyer, and so I'm very eloquently... I was just about to say, before you press that little start button... I think it's unfair that you get to be so deliberate and eloquent and I have to be like, ah, this is what happened. This is why I think of it. Duly noted. Maybe the next week the <laughs> we need a thing section will be reversed. We don't know. Okay. Trying it out. That's fair. Okay. And you're 20 seconds on Miles Garrett starting now. Okay. So this is insane. I've never seen anything in football like this before. I know you said that you haven't seen anything like this before. It's weird because in hockey and baseball, like they fight all the time like this and th you never see this. Um, this is obviously different because he's using a helmet against this guy. He probably could have cracked his skull. But um, I think Rudolph started it, and it, it really... <laughs> Wait, so what I want to do right now is touch on your last point. Rudolph started it. Okay, Rudolph started it. Here's why I think he's... Here's why I know he started it. If you take Mason Rudolph out of that equation, nothing happens. Rudolph kicked Garrett in the balls, tried to rip his helmet off... And then he chased him. Like, what do you expect? You think he's just, you think Miles Garrett is just going to stand there and take that? Obviously, you can't hit people in the head with their helmets. You can crack his skull open and kill him. Yeah, I mean, but, we've got concussion issues right. and just, you know, general Obviously. livelihood. But I think that the fact that Mason Rudolph also didn't receive a suspension and Miles Garrett received an indefinite suspension, I think that's absurd. So I was just reading, too, that the max amount of games that anyone was suspended for swinging a helmet on the field was three. Yeah. Uh, that was brought up, apparently, at Miles' hearing today. Mm -hmm. As it should. Um, and also, Rudolph issued a statement today and essentially said what he did was unacceptable. Right. He should have never lost his composure today. But it's easy to say that when you're not when you're facing not, yeah. any penalties. And here's the other thing. The NFL is likely not going to suspend Rudolph because... And and I saw I, I heard you saying something about this earlier that uh, Mason Rudolph had had an avenue to take some legal action against the NFL or against Miles Garrett, and I think the NFL is going to leave Mason Rudolph alone because of that. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole legal side of what he did, uh, what Miles Garrett did, uh, possible civil assault, yeah. even criminal assault. Also, why why is it that? You know, in sports like hockey and baseball, they fight all the time. Like, you saw this season during that Reds and Pirates game where Amir Garrett, like, Red. tried to take on the entire Pittsburgh Pirates team. And everybody was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Obviously, he, di he didn't have a weapon. Like, he didn't swing a bat at anybody. But, like, fighting is a lot more normalized in sports like baseball and hockey than it is in, like, basketball and football. And why is that? Right. So quick rundown. Also, disclaimer, this is not legal advice and cannot <laughs> be and should not be construed as legal advice. Kelsey um, tells me that every day. But there's a certain assumption of the risk that you take when playing sports. Um, you take, obviously, bumps. You know, a lot of sports are contact sports. You take a certain level of risk that you will get injured in a certain way through physical contact. Um even a little pushing and shoving after the fact through tensions run high. It's generally expected. And that's why you don't see, you know, if you get in a skirmish after a play and someone puts their hand on somebody else, technically you assume some level of that risk. Mm -hmm. um, when things go beyond a certain point, uh, you no longer assume that risk and then it becomes a civil and or criminal uh, violation. So hockey obviously is right. 
fighting is a thing. You assume the risk. When you go into a hockey, if you're a hockey player, you know that fighting is part of the game. Mm-hmm. Baseball. But that's why, I mean, I can tell you if somebody takes a bat and starts swinging it at somebody else's right. head. That's not going to be good. Right. You don't go into a baseball game thinking uh, under with the understanding that someone could clock you in the head with a but baseball bat. But guys throw... Like pitchers throw at batters all the time. Again, you assume that risk, and if someone atten- intentionally does that, and somebody is severely injured mm-hmm. from that, yeah, there's there's an argument. Anyways, um, I really liked that hot take. Um, wow, I'm your doing twenty better. seconds they were really utilized there. I think okay, um, great. So <coughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Uh, next up, we have something that is. More gonna if you're into fashion, you might like this. Um, I should note that the everyone listening should also note that Amba is wearing the hottest kicks right now. The hottest. They are bright red. Yep. Um, sure. They match your bright red sweater. Yes, they are matchy matchy for sure. We've re- we've received collectively comments. I didn't want Amba to think that I was stealing her thunder today no, when fine. I came in in this red shirt, but. Um, you know, I typically wear black because, uh, you know, slimming and um, easy to just buy the same color clothing. Yeah. And it was an office there. decision when I decided to buy these sneakers. I consulted everybody here. She did ask uh, a large number of And then employees, I went against everybody's opinion. Including mine. But I do have to say they look great. So in that fashion, yes, <laughs> pun intended, Okay, we're going to talk about the NBA <laughs> city uniforms, which some are good. Yes. And some are bad. Right. Some are absolutely ho- horrendous. Horrendous. Um, and no more comments out of you. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, we're getting, we're, she's learning. Doing we, my we, best. we try, you know. Um, all right. So, you're, some of your favorites. Okay. Some of the, the best, the worst. Give yes. me your best take on the NBA city uniform jersey starting okay. now. All right, disclaimer, I live in New York. I grew up a Nets fan, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that the Nets one is my favorite, even though it hasn't been released yet. It's been rumored that it will be a white version of the Biggie Tribute jersey from last year, which I can imagine in my head. I love it already. My least favorite one is the Mavs jersey. Why is everything graffiti now? It looks horrible. It looks like a 10-year-old did it. I got like eight extra words in at the end. You did. I also gave you one extra second just by accident because my fingers were not ready to push the button. A lot of thoughts on the jerseys. I looked through all of them before. Which one was your favorite? Oh, I wrote it down. Let me find it. I really, okay. I really liked the Atlanta peach tree jerseys. You like that one? Yeah. I did like it. I really also liked the Philadelphia 76ers one. Disclaimer, I'm from Philly. But I will say that they didn't stand out to me because they just looked like versions of old uniforms that we had. Um, Boston looked like a circus font. Yeah, the Boston Um, one looks really bad. The Mavs, absolutely agree. Absolutely not. Totally trash. Who would ever send a message right (laughs) now? That's rude. Thought I had Do Not Disturb on. Don't worry about it. Um, and basically, those are my thoughts. Oh, the worst one. Yes. Is it the Utah? No. Utah looks like it's sponsored by Wawa. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know Wawa, so sad. Um, <laughs> don't even explain it. Just be like, I'm so sorry for you. The Milwaukee on. Bucks, oh, Cream City. City. Like, yeah. come on. I don't love it. It's not great. No, 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 no. I like the Phoenix Suns. I like the shorts on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. There's very old school look. I think the New Orleans uh, uniform looks like a medieval jester. 
Um, it's not a super fun uniform. The Minneapolis one is boring. It, it's just the MSP, which is their airport. Um, or I guess I kind of I, I didn't like it at I first, like and it. then now that I saw I now that I know that well, the NBA is known for like being flashy and cool, and like this is just it like is a pretty. Stupid, it looks like, pretty corporate. Yeah. I will say that, and I think the one that we disagreed on yes. is the Chicago Bulls. Oh, I love the Bulls ones. Okay, it's a powder, all powder blue with red piping and the Bulls logo right in the, on the front. And the numbers are underneath the Bulls logo to the left a little bit. I think it looks great. I, I have in my notes here, love the colors, hate the design. Okay. So I do like the colors. I just looked at it and I was like, this looks childish when it could look really, really cool. Um, maybe I'll come around to it. I, I see I see you and I see your points. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know that I agree with them. I'm less um, diplomatic because I think your points are stupid and I love this logo, um, I'm so. going to complain to HR about that <laughs> for sure, but you know, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> we're going to we're going to stay in the NBA. Okay. Um, and this one is going to be the fact that the Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are playing together for the first time tonight. Yeah, that's wild. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. No more comments, please. Oh, sorry. You are learning, but you're not there yet. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> this entire episode is going to be just so great. <laughs> I just, I love it already. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I don't really know. Um, so, uh, the Celtics, not the Celtics. Come on. I was thinking of that Boston uniform and how horrible it was. I forgot oh, to Clippers mention that. The Clippers are playing tonight versus the Celtics. Knew I meant to say that. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi Leonard and Paul George back together for the first time. I actually think you might have under 20 seconds worth for I this think, one. I think I'm set for this one. Okay. Your time for your hot take okay. starts now. Um, I'm I'm excited to watch this. Obviously, both really amazing players. Other than that, don't really have a whole lot to say. It's just going to be a really fun game to watch. Both of them are dynamic players. Kawhi has been has transformed since he came to the Clippers, and I'm excited to see him play. In general, I'm just excited to see Kawhi play because he's not in the Raptors. Ooh, you literally came in before the. A lot of 20 seconds. At the buzzer. I am very proud of you. Buzzer beater. Buzzer beater. That's what they call me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have any other thoughts on that other than same. I'm just excited to see them play, uh, watching Kawhi Leonard play for the Clippers and, like, see him smile from being in sunshine. He looks happy. No offense to Toronto. Congrats for winning. But it's cold there, and Kawhi's a California boy, so he's happy to be back in his home. The cold depresses you. It does. Mm-hmm. And he, he's far away from his family. True. Um, I'm just happy for him. And also, I think that having him in L.A. with opposite LeBron James. He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. Board man gets paid, <laughs> and he's a fun paid. guy. You know All I right. Mean? We've got two more topics, so Love bear it. with us. You're going to get the hottest takes, something you cannot get anywhere anywhere else. I'm I'm hoping you realize that I'm by now. I'm guaranteeing this. Hope I can put money on realize it. Realize that by now. I'll put my life on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got this great uh, long-form article by, who's the author of this? Uh, Mirren Fader, is yes, that who Mirren it is? Fader. Excellent, excellent, excellent writer. She writes a lot of long-form stuff, mm-hmm. and she's amazing. Uh, side note, I love 
long form pieces about sports and I think we don't get enough of them. But like this piece and and pieces that follow players and and teams and leagues, stuff like that, I'm obsessed. I can't get enough of them. This piece follows LaMelo Ball of the famous Ball family, Mm -hmm. Lonzo and... Uh, LaJello. LaJello. Not to be confused with the delicious treat known as Jello. Okay. You did it anyways. Okay. Um, Basically, this it was it was a great article. She went to Australia, uh, followed him around, and really dove deep into his life. I actually am very excited for your take on this. I don't have enough time, Kelsey. You have twenty seconds. Your thirty second request has been noted. It's been denied for today. I really thought you were going to give it to me for no, this one. No, we're going to, we're, nope, absolutely not. Okay. Um, but we're considering. Okay. So you have 30, 30 seconds, seconds starting. 30. 20. You said 30. You tricked me. <laughs> you have 20 seconds starting on LaMelo now. Okay, so I used to think that LaMelo Ball was this, like, really childish, immature, arrogant kid who was really good at basketball and had a rich family and really, really talented brothers. But after seeing, after reading this this article, I feel really bad for him. I feel like he hasn't been able to choose his own path, and I feel like he's been following in the shadows of his brothers and his dad. Ooh, I feel like I got a, a good amount. You did, and actually, and I wasn't as panicked. I wasn't like, ah, this is what I feel like. This is. I was like, you know, your hot chill. take was like a a medium hot take. It was oh, not, okay. you know, like all right. It wasn't hot sauce, but it was okay. great. Wow, that's Loved disappointing. It. No, no, no. That was a compliment. <laughs> um, I agree with everything you're saying. I still think that he's a little rich kid who... He is. A, like, don't love the dynamic of the parents pressuring the kids. Yeah. And all the pressure being on you. And, you know, it's it's a pretty first world problem yeah, to it have is. to just kind of be... It's but a nice problem to have. That doesn't disre- That does not discount... The mental right. um, pressures and issues that he's had to deal with. Yeah, and um, having cameras stuck in your face from when you're a little kid, and and having to deal with all of that pressure of being really talented and living up to your brothers, and and you know, middle middle ball childs didn't really live up to that to that expectation. But the the youngest and the oldest are really expected to. Um, and I, I honestly think Lamella Ball is a lot better than um, Lonzo Ball. Is and he the youngest one? Lamelo, yeah, yeah, he's the youngest, and Lonzo's the oldest. Um, and Lonzo plays for the Pelicans. Yes, he's injured currently. Yes, I he believe. is. He is currently injured. Um, yeah, his dad pulled him out of high school when he when he was a kid, and so and that sent he him go abroad over to yeah, go so that he could and go play basketball professionally, right. and make money. Yeah, um, not have which to. is. You know, I I understand if as a person you make the decision that college isn't for you, um, and you pull yourself out of college. But but when, I when a parent pulls their kid out of high school, I think you're limiting your kid because, like, God forbid he gets injured or even he he plays out his entire career. He's very successful. What does he do after? He doesn't have an education. What does right. he do? Also, I'm pretty positive that he was taken out of high school because his middle brother 
got in trouble in China while playing for UCLA. Oh, is that is that the reason? Yeah. I think he was playing for for like an independent he might league have in been, China. But I think and he, he robbed was, a store yes, and he got arrested. But I do think he was trying to play for UCLA and he pulled yeah. him. Um, and I think that maybe the dad had some a bad taste in his mouth, and therefore the son he was like, "You're not going. You're not going. Yeah." You're and not I going do think that Lavar Ball wants the best for his kids because he he does know that he's he's not an idiot. He knows that the NCAA and the NBA and and you know even high school ball when you're really talented, like it's just a, an avenue to control these kids and. I think that he's very afraid of that and wants to protect his children from that, um, which is understandable. But at the same time, I think you should let your, your child to be allowed to choose what he wants to do. Um, and I think I think LaMelo Ball hasn't been given that option. And I think the article kind of showed that Melo's kind of going through the motions at this point, just like doing what he needs to do and, and you know, all of that. And you do see his personality come out um, where he gets excited about basketball and everything. But I do think that at this point, it kind of feels like a chore for him, and he just wants to have fun. Um, have fun and play basketball. and not, Which is great. Not, you should have right. plen- fun playing sports. Right. Um, I fully endorse that. I fully endorse the article, uh, the Bleacher Report article by uh, Marin. It was, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a really good read. It's long, but it's worth it. It's long. And I think just transitioning from players being taken advantage of yeah we're gonna get into our final hot take topic of the pod oh boy take me through it it is the new ncaa statement on college athletes pay what is um what it came out today they came out with something called the college the college athlete model and they said that the college athlete model is not a professional model meaning students will compete against other students not professionals or employees um, what it, does that even mean? Rewind. Not your time. Ta- <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it comes. It came. It came out with a timeline. Basically, when the NCAA had re- issued an original statement on allowing at- college athletes to mm-hmm. uh, profit off of their name, image, and likeness, um, they had originally said something would happen by uh, 2020. Now the dead. The deadline of January 13th to the 16th, 2021 lists as the opportunity to discuss concepts and provide feedback at the NCAA convention. So there is not going to be anything in place in the near future that allows for college athletes to make money off of their name, image, and likeness. Now, I'm just going to remind you that California has enacted a bill into law. It's not supposed to take place until 2023. I think so, yeah. Um, And that the NCAA originally opposed it hardcore. I mean, Mm -hmm. they were just so adamant that this was horrible, horrible, horrible. Basically, it forced the NCAA to do something. And they thought that issuing these statements and having these committees, people meet, that that would then appease that. But guess what? It's not going to. Um, Other states are going to start following suit because it's an actual law. The NCAA doesn't actually make well, they're not a government. Right. They don't make, they're, you know, they're a governing body. They're going to get sued so much. All right, so I've let you speak okay. more. <laughs> I'm getting in as much as I can. I think that next week the tables are going to turn. Please and, do, uh, because I need to do this. I think to I'm going to so be limited. So I've got to get it all in now yeah. so that I feel no regrets. Um, oh all right, so I need your 20 second hot take on the NCAA college pay, the statement, whatever you want. I just I need your hot take on yeah. it. 
starting now. Okay, so the NCAA keeps making up these terms and these definitions of stuff. Like, amateurism is, is basically a made-up thing by the NCAA. And this this whole, like, college athletes playing college athletes and not professionals and whatever. Like, th- this feels like when you're playing Monopoly against, like, your older sibling and they start making up rules and you're just like, oh, well, it sounds right, so I'm just going to say it and, like, agree with it and whatever. And this is what it feels like. It feels like the NCAA is taking advantage of all these people. Ugh! I actually let you go 30 seconds there because I was oh, really, really enjoying what you were saying. Wow. Um, I really like that. Was that was so kind. I 20 seconds came and went, and I thought, wow, this is really great. Wow. So I felt like I was going for I a little longer. I made an executive decision that I myself uh, created. Uh, but I want to just get into what you were talking about. About It says, this is from the NCAA's website. It says, the college athlete model is not the professional model. Have an issue with that. Made up. Meaning students will compete against other students, not professionals or employees. Okay. Made up. I just want to throw out a fact. Okay, The term student athlete... The term itself was coined when in back in the day, I think it was in the 70s, could mm-hmm. have been the 50s, don't quote me on this, but it was back in the day. Uh, a football player took a knee to a helmet. He later passed away and his widow sued uh, the NCAA for workers' comp mm-hmm. because he literally died while playing football. Right. Um, and the NCAA... Uh, the guy who was the executive director at the time, they coined this phrase student athlete so as to not to win the case. So as to not term the football player as an employee. Because wow. if you're if you're an employee, you're entitled to workers' compensation that is benefits. Such trash. It is. And it's, it's a very interesting read. Um, the guy who created it actually, I mean, he basically came out later in life saying, I created a monster. Um, and he wrote Are you serious? Yeah. It's I'll link the I'll link the book somewhere. Yeah, he basically wow. was like, I created this monster of, um, of the NCAA and amateurism. And I can't believe that. So the fact that the NCAA right now is coming out with this college athlete model, like it's it's something new that they are not professionals. When you are selling tickets, when you are making millions slash billions of dollars on sports. It's professional. Yep. I, I just sure don't is. see the distinction. Nope. Not only that, this isn't even asking for a revenue share. This is asking for college athletes to make, be able to make money off mm-hmm. of the use of their name, their image, their yeah. likeness. To me, this NCA statement that was issued today is just another stall tactic so that some states quite possibly don't uh, initiate uh, any more bills yeah. to in, introduce any more bills to allow state-by-state state college athletes. I can't. That's that's insane. I can't believe that the NCAA keeps making things up, and honestly, is going to continue to get away with this for who who knows how long. But like, the thing about about them emphasizing that student athletes aren't professionals, like you and I were both student athletes, and how did how how do you get like how do they treat you as a student athlete internally? Like how your coaches, your administrators, your professors. Like, you have to go above and beyond what a normal student is doing to meet your goals. Exactly. To perform. And also, let's take a look at what happened today with um, Wiseman, the player oh my Memphis. God. Unbelievable. Right? Let me ask you this, Amba. What other organization comes to mind that if you do something wrong, you have to pay a fine? The NBA. 
The NFL. The MLB. What are they? Professional sports leagues. They find him eleven thousand five hundred dollars. That's crazy. I, wh- the, where is he having? Where does he get that money from? He's right. a student athlete. He's a student. He's not he, even allowed to work. He already didn't have the the way that his the his quote unquote violation came about was that his coach before it was his coach at the University of Memphis was a high school coach and wanted him to play for his team in Nashville, and he ended up paying for his mom and him to move to Nashville, play to his, for his team, and. Eventually, that guy became the coach. He was a booster because he had donated money in the past, right? So, obviously, he this player, Weissman, did not have the, the socioeconomic means to play in this Nashville, wherever the community is yeah. that he played basketball, right? So, not only that, then he moves, then he goes and he's a student athlete, so he can't make money already. And you want him to pay $11,500 to a charity of his choice. And sit 12 games? And sit 12 games. Are you kidding? I think that he should go back to the NCAA and say that you can pay the $11,500 to a charity of my choice. Because you don't allow me to work. Because I'm not allowed to work. So where would I get that money? You also make billions of dollars, but you're going to put it on me, the student athlete, to come up with that. And he should say, guess what? And I'll see you in court in a few years when I come back and sue you for money over you using my name, image, and likeness to profit while I got none of it. Oh, the NCAA is so <laughs> We're going to bleep that out. <laughs> Sean, our nice, our nice editor slash wow. great human, Sean. They gonna are going to, thank you, Sean. They are going to be slammed with lawsuits from student athletes, from former student athletes. Like, unbelievable. I I can't. I really can't. That made me so angry. Um, I'm about dare I say it, yes. but I think the hot take is over. Wow. Three of them. I have a feeling that our listeners aren't going to love that. I have a feeling that you're not going to love that next week when I do it to you. Well, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> challenge accepted. And you know what? Um... I can give it, but I can also take it. Okay, so, you good. Know, we got this covered. All right, perfect. Uh, thank you, Amba, for your excellent expert analysis. In expert case you didn't analysis. know, Amba is a journalist slash reporter slash business development slash uh, former college softball player, um, current baseball player, right? Yeah. You play. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, play. She obviously is an expert in all things sports. Obviously. Um, it's apparent <laughs> there's no credentials necessary. No credentials, no. no and no. Um, what do I need? I have it. You've got it. You've got. You're no near <laughs> five ne- tools. Five, <laughs> you're a New Yorker, so naturally, right? You just you got know. the New York charm and your sneakers. And I have great sneakers. Your sneakers qualify you for anything and everything sports because they are cool, right? And I wow. approve. Um, is, do you, are you saying all these nice things because you feel bad about cutting me I, off all those times? I would never do that. Okay. Because um, <laughs> I'm just generally a nice and kind human. People call me Kelsey Kind Trainer. Wow. Um, never heard that one. It's, you should, you should Google it. Um, don't, nobody else Google it. Just, oh, just, just Amba. Um, everybody else help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amba, for your hot takes. Thank all you guys right. for listening. Like us on we're on Instagram. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. That's about it because Facebook is trash, irrelevant sometimes. Yeah. We're also on Spotify and iTunes, so subscribe to us there. And we will catch you guys next week when I hit K-Train 
with the air horn many times. I'm going to add an asterisk to that because our, our segment, friendship will be tested. Our segment was called We Needed a Thing, but we <laughs> have not determined if this is the thing. Okay. Um, so you, you will you will hear the We Need a Thing segment next week. We just don't know what that thing will be. It'll be Kelsey being hit if with the If you airport. have any recommendations, you hit us up in the DMs. Slide into my DMs. Or, okay. Just kidding. Don't do that. That was, <laughs> you heard it here first, all of you. Um, thank you guys for joining us. And we will be back next week. And can't wait for that outro to play.